Tonight, we give you our grades on your picks for the Echo Startup Draft. Remember, it is just our average opinions. And as always, it is time to get average. What is going on, guys? I know you guys are usually used to seeing a different face running the show, a different opening video, whatever you want to call it. But the Average Bros are taking over Wednesday night just for this week. But as always, we are the Average Bros Fantasy Show, your one-stop shop for average advice, brought to you by Football Darts and Fantasy Sports Alliance. As always, I am joined by my, that way, my brother, Kevin, that guy. How you doing? How you doing, bud? Glad to see you over here on a a Wednesday night, special edition of the Average Bros. I feel like I'm in unknown territory. I'm, I feel like I'm trespassing. Um, I, it's. Like I walked into somebody's house and I just like took my shoes off, sat on their couch, put my feet up on the table, and I'm making myself at home here. I would uh, have to agree. And we have uh, Stan out there saying, "What's up, guys? Stan, how you doing tonight? Um, I'm hoping that we can uh, make this show as entertaining as you and Brian do on uh, Wednesday nights." Um, but. As always, before we get into our show tonight, we would like to thank our broadcast sponsor, Football Darts. Football Darts is a dart game that combines the skill of traditional darts with the strategies of American football. This innovative dart game is played on a uniquely designed multiple target dartboard. It can be played in sports bars, at tailgate events, as league tournaments, or as a leisure activity in the comfort of your home. If you'd like to check out their officially licensed collegiate dartboards, go to footballdarts.com as well as make sure you guys use code IPLAYFSA, get yourself 30% off, and get yourself some above-average football darts dartboards. And if you guys like the show, please like, share, and subscribe to the show, and follow us on all of our social media outlets you see here at the bottom of the screen and all over the screen, as well as check out our website, fsa-fr.com. And of course, please head on over and check out Brad, Josh, and Eric on the Empty Wagon Show Saturday morning at midnight Eastern Standard Time. So also, before we get into the show, I think I th- we said we wanted to do something, a little something special for Brian tonight. I know he's been uh, going a little bit crazy over the past some time now. He has the new... The new position at work, so I think that is a huge congrats to him. Um, do you do you have any words that you want to say on the matter? Yes, for those of you who live under a rock and may not be in our Discord Discord chat, first off, get over there. That's where all the fun is happening at. Um, but Brian has since um, since the last episode, I believe, now taken over as first uh, sergeant. Um, you know, within the army, his second second time uh, within the role, taking on a lot more responsibility, a lot more headaches um, as he progresses in his army career. So we thank him not only for his service within the army and you know taking on a greater role there, but all that he does at FSA at the same time, balancing the two. I know is no easy task. So. That's why you get both of us here on a Wednesday night instead of Brian uh, giving them the night off to prepare for the actual uh, change of duties um, that will be happening tomorrow. So uh, good luck and uh, congrats again, Brian. And uh, hope to see you again soon on a Wednesday night. Yes. As much as I like, uh, you know, going into new territory, being here on a Wednesday night, I do love hearing Brian's voice. With with all of his knowledgeable things that he says on on your guys' show, uh, but I definitely wanted to do something for Brian just to show that we appreciate everything that he does outside of FSA as well as inside of FSA. So, a little bit of uh, 
little bit of a kiss butt moment for me. <laughs> I get. And that takes us to why everybody is tuning into us. And remember, if you're not watching us live on Facebook, YouTube, or on Twitch, you can always go back and re-listen or, uh, to all of our draft breakdowns on a podcast version, wherever you get your podcast for your listening pleasures, commonly found on Apple, Google, Amazon. Uh, we're now on Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, Anchor, and, and all that good stuff. But tonight we get into something a little bit different. We've already reviewed the rookie drafts from the second year dynasties. Tonight we start the startup draft for our Echo Dynasty Josh, I know that we were definitely interested watching this to see how things uh, roll out from an outsider's perspective, as well as uh, for yourself a little selfishly ahead of your Foxtrot, which we'll get into next week. But um, very interested to see how this thing plays out. I know right off the bat you've got a few questions. So, Yeah, I definitely have a couple of uh, nitty-gritty opinions about some of these picks, um, but it Pretty much just like you said, it's very interesting to view the drafts as a outsider, being as I was a part of Charlie's startup draft. Um, I did get the privilege of joining in on Foxtrot this year, so I still got my my good fix of uh, of uh, startup drafts. Eric from the Empty Wagon chimes in with us and says, hey guys. He asks us, is Rashard Penny droppable in Dynasty? Please discuss. And also, greetings from Kansas. Uh, I'm not sure what you're doing in Kansas. I uh, didn't know there was anything in Kansas. So um, I would Says tell you to have fun, but I don't know if you can. <laughs> uh, as far as Rashard Penny being droppable in Dynasty, I'm just going to go and say yes. I don't ever see a need for him to be any lineup. I don't know why you would want to stash him. Uh, I, I don't see him ever coming up, so... And he says he plays, he's on a family road trip. He plays for Seattle still, correct? I believe so. I believe that's who stepped in behind Chris Carson. Well, I know. Uh, that, who, again, can't stay healthy, but. They, but they also have a bunch of new guys there as well. Anyways, they I know they had, what was it, Homer, DJ Dallas. They had a yeah. couple of guys to back up uh, Carson. But with Carson back, I. I don't really see a need for him. I feel like you could get a bigger bang for your buck with the free and, roster spot. And they really, they really also don't run much in general, anyway. So, yeah, I mean, they yeah they they end up having to put up a decent amount of points, anyways. Right. So they're always just throwing. So, while we're on the topic of running backs at 101 of our echo startup draft we do have running back in christian mccaffrey thoughts on that one bud um plain and simple it's either christian mccaffrey here or patrick mahomes i personally would have taken cmc here because i'm a huge believer of the running back drop off after the first two to three rounds so uh definitely can't go wrong with taking either or so it's Good pick in my book. Yeah, I like CMC here. I think that you're, this will probably be the last year that you see him going this high uh, in a dynasty draft. I think that um, uh, coming off the two injuries from last year is going to start to catch him as well as the age playing a factor. If you start to see rookies and second-year guys step up and be serviceable, he may start to fall down the chain a little bit but as far as i'm concerned cmc outside of one or two quarterbacks is the correct 101 here so a plus and uh real quick before we get too deep into all this we have mj chiming in saying brian enjoy your day tomorrow congrats to you and all your hard work and service signal near and dear to this army family thank you for all you do for fsa enjoy your evening off I 100% agree. And we have Eric saying, thanks, gents. Alvin, Alvin Kamara over CMC. 100%. I mean, but not 100%. You said that you liked CMC here. 
Would you have taken Kamara 101? I am from the Saints fan. I'm a huge trend follower. So I know that, and we will definitely get into it with this next pick. But if you're 101 or 102, you're taking either CMC or Kamara. Or not Kamara. You're taking either CMC or Mahomes. It's just set in stone right now. So what you're saying is Eric is wrong. Eric is not wrong. I mean, well, you, you you have to pick. You can't pick both sides of the fence here. Pal. Okay, then you, I'll you got to make a decision. Okay, okay, I'll play. I'll I'll play the game. I have one hundred and one. I'll trade back. I'll trade back to one hundred and four, one hundred and five. I'll take CMC one hundred and four, one hundred and five. Not Maybe CMC Kamara. My head is back and forth okay. here. There you go. Okay. We'll see if it stays like that for the rest of the night because I'm going to ask you again once we get there. <laughs> that brings One, us up to I was going to say, yeah, 102, you can, you can lead off with your opening statement here. So 102, A-plus, Josh Allen over uh, the 103 pick who you believe should have been taken in this as per our off-air dialogue. Uh, Josh Allen, I believe, um, moving forward will be the next big thing. I see him, and I've been very open with this as the top quarterback this year. I think he just gets better and better. If you take a look at his numbers, he has, uh, since coming into the league in 2018, he has more rushing touchdowns than Lamar. He has more rushing touchdowns than Ezekiel Elliott, and his arm strength and accuracy is only getting better as he progresses with his team. Uh, he doesn't have the freakish athletic ability as Mahomes does, but his overall playability is there. I'm sitting here. If so... you're trying to challenge me on that, uh, he has 25. Uh, Zeke has 24. 47. Okay, so if you want to get if if we're going if we're going into stats, okay, if we're going into stats here. Mahomes more passing yards, more touchdowns, less interceptions. Uh, let me take a look at rushing. You got to think that this is also a dynasty. I'm talking the next two to three years. I think that Allen's ceiling goes up where Mahomes plateaus at where he's at. So you're basically saying that Allen has the ability to shoot for over 500 points in a season. Um, I don't think Mahomes has hit over 500. No, they were they were two and three. Allen Allen was two. Mahomes was three. I, I like I said, oh, I, Aaron Rodgers was number one last year, right? Yes, Aaron Rodgers yeah, was number one by say, by like two points and yeah. some change. Yeah, I think I believe, regardless of what the total points is, that Allen will be the better fantasy quarterback and outscore all of those you had mentioned. Being Mahomes. Yes. So, I'd call you crazy on that. You can call me crazy all you want. I would definitely call you crazy. MJ says she's going to disagree with me. Um, I'm okay with that because that just means that in, that just means that you are going to drive down as ADP, which would make me very happy um, in upcoming drafts if if I can get them any cheaper. So I'm okay with that. I just can't I can't see myself taking Mahomes over Allen. It's for this year, I mean, next year maybe. Next year maybe. If if Allen proves me wrong, oh, it's higher than Mahomes. That's the thing is this is a dynasty. You do have to look at the progression in years. Does it come up on top to where Mahomes stays flat at that 3-4 range overall where Allen moves up from 3-2 to two to 1 in the next couple of years? So. And Eric says he agrees Mahomes over Allen, so he's on your side here, but he does see a side with Allen. It 
I can definitely tell you it is as close as it can get. They are the same age, pretty much bare even on stats. Uh, the only thing that pulled Allen away from Mahomes in points is Mahomes sat out week 17. Um, I, like I said, I would take Mahomes here. I, I do have to point something out here because we are trying to look at it a little unbiasedly as we are judging other people's teams here. And MJ chimes in and says that uh, Mahomes is on her team and she won the championship uh, this past year, which is correct. She did win in Delta. She's the Delta champion. Unfortunately, in Dynasty, to win that progressive pot and looking forward, you do have to win two years in a row. So if... Mahomes does drop off, which I am predicting that he does, that Allen's can sur surpass him where you don't win back-to-back -to, -back to capitalize on the progressive pot. So that's what I'm looking at overall is a dynasty quarterback. Moving forward the next three years, and I believe Allen is the better quarterback. Well, and that's why, that's why I brought age into it too. They're both 25. I believe they both came out of the same draft class with being the same age. So I, I think either or you can't really go wrong here. But like I said, at the end of the day, if I see Mahomes going at 102, 101 in each draft, I'm going to take Mahomes at 101, 102. But all right. So we get past the 102 and three to 104, another quarterback in the mix, Kyler Murray. This one is a little bit of a of an oddball. A little bit of an oddball. Yes, it is a super flex. However, if I'm not getting, I will say if I'm not getting Allen, Mahomes, Herbert, or Lamar in the first round, which Lamar is a little bit of a question mark. I probably wouldn't take Lamar. I'm going running back. So 104, I'd have went running back here. My personal opinion. Yeah, I mean, we talk about, so the reason why we pulled up the grid here is so you could see the runs, right? You see everything being color coordinated and you already see two quarterbacks off the board. Maybe your fear is another couple are coming off behind you and this is a go get your guy type mentality. So you want to go up and get the better quarterback. I do believe I would take Kyler over uh, Lamar. I'm just not a Lamar fan. I uh, never really have been. Um, I'm also not a Dak guy either, but um, he he did have a astounding first half of the season last year before the injury, so I could see where people put him a little bit higher. I'm just not on that train, not yet anyway. Um, so I, I don't mind the pick here, but I do agree with you. I, I think running back could have been smart as well, especially with the pick right behind him, 105. Saquon having a full year off, getting hurt early, um, early yes. in the year, having a full year to recover. So that might have been the smart move to go here, but I still if, give it a B. If we're Kyler Murray going here, I, I'd give it. I'd give it a solid borderline B to A, like B plus, A minus kind of thing, because. Yeah. You can't go wrong with, with Kyler Murray. I do definitely think this is one of those go-get-your-guy uh, kind of moments here, with especially drafting early in the first, so you have a while to wait till your second pick. So I, I it's not terrible. I've seen worse you also, picks. You also have to remember, he does get a, a revamped offense as well. I don't know if they gave him much offensive line help, but they do give him more receivers. Um, to to dish the ball out to um, in AJ Green and oh god um, now I'm blanking Christian. on the other guy Hopkins Christian. Christian Kirk yeah there's another one I'm blanking on his name but they added a fourth guy Ar Ortega Whiteside or no 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 uh, that, he's on the Eagles well Rondell Moore the rookie. Oh yeah, the, yeah, yes. Eric, Eric uh, helps us out with our lack of football knowledge. Yeah, we don't have a stack guy tonight. You can't really <laughs> blame us. Somebody <laughs> took the night off. Yeah, so in the draft, rookie. Is there anything else that you want to add on to the Kyler Murray pick? 
no, I think it's solid. Not you know, could, didn't go wrong there, but you know, personal draft choice could have directed you in a little bit of a yeah. uh, a different um, field here. Uh, that brings us to 105, the second running back off the board, Saquon Barkley. I don't like it. I don't like. You it. don't like Saquon. I don't like it because of the two fellas behind him. You have Dalvin Cook and Alvin Kamara both sitting there waiting to be drafted. Now, so we'll, so we'll do the we'll do the whole run here, right? We see the the huge. We'll see the huge. Uh, Blue spot here on the yeah, grid. The of blue right so, you have, so you have 105 Saquon, 106 Dalvin Cook, 107 Alvin Kamara, 108 Derrick Henry. So you're saying you would rearrange these? I would. So I I would do Kamara, Cook, Barkley, Henry. Mm-hmm. And I I think this is a little crazy because we are we are definitely going to get into it when we get into uh, Foxtrot. But so, I actually. So basically, all you're swapping is Kamara and Barkley. Yeah. Okay. I definitely would have went Cook or Kamara with this pick. Um, and like I said, we'll get into it when we get into Foxtrot because I actually took Barkley over Kamara in Foxtrot. Cook Cook was already taken. I believe Henry was still on the board. He might have been taken, but I wasn't going to take him anyways. Um, but I still managed to get Kamara in that draft as well. So Saquon coming off the injury, you know, couple new weapons come into play there. They're they're in a, a win now type mode. They think that Danny Dimes is the way to go. They're getting behind him. He's uh, improving. The NFC least as it is already. You got to think that he's going to return back to form. I think, yes. Yeah, so I th- I think Saquon will settle back in. You know, like he never like he never left. Um, but I I don't even want to talk about Danny Dimes. I mean, the NFC least that's anyone's division. I mean, shoot, Fitzpatrick might have a chance to win a Super Bowl now, going to that division. So I wouldn't go that far, but the division maybe yes. Oh yeah, well yeah. I'm sorry. He, he, hey, you he overshot it there a little bit, bud. You overshot it there, bud. You went right for the top dog. Jeez. <laughs> oh wait, You're no, so yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He had, he has to go through Brady. That get, is very correct. To, just to get into the Super Bowl, then he's got to go through Mahomes. You shut your mouth. <laughs> um, so. Then we get into 106, Dalvin Cook. I think this is a heads-up um, pick here. I think that the only swap for me here would have been Kamara maybe, but Kamara is a question mark because of the quarterback situation. You really don't know what the offense is going to look like. Are they going to be more dump-off to Kamara? Are they going to do more running gun? Does his uh pass catching ability out of the backfield or do those shares drop down at all you really don't know you don't know who your starting quarterback's gonna be but you really haven't announced it it's believed to be Jameis, 30 for 30 winston but Taysom, i play football is still there so we don't know how that looks so i believe cook is a smart take I, here as he is consistent i yeah yeah i i would have to agree cook is the safer bet here um, but then again, I mean, Cook was that, you know, it's either Cook, Jefferson, or Thielen kind of week. So there's that. Um, Kamara, to me, just seems like a high-risk, high-reward kind of pick. Um, you can't go wrong with it. He was the top running back last year. So either or at the 106 is going to be a really good pick. And then we go uh, down to Derrick Henry. I think the reason why he continues to fall down people's boards and stay on the lower end, although the production is there, just because people are trying to predict ahead of the curve of when the drop-off comes. We've seen it before time and time again with your Todd Gurley-esque type of players, your Le'Veon Bells. How long can you be the bell cow, right? You know, you rush for 2,000 yards. Is that really uh, replicable year over year? Can you do it again and again? Especially now, 
I know this would have been done before the trade, but now you have Julio there. So you improve on your uh, pass catchers. You know, you extend extend that out a little bit. Do they change their game plan and pull back the reins on Derrick Henry? So I, I think he falls right in this range just because we talked about before. The drop-off once you get past him is quite steep and a little bit unpredictable. So I believe he is still going to be in that you know upper echelon. So uh, I don't hate the pick here. I may have gone, I may have gone tight end here, to be honest. I, I would have said, I would have probably said quarterback here. I mean, you could, I would, I would either say go quarterback or go Jonathan Taylor here. I'm not a huge yeah. fan of Derrick Henry because pretty much just like what you said, you don't know when those knees are going to give out on him and when the workhorse is going to break down. I mean. Although if he does start to fall, those knees give out. He pulls a uh, big bend and they start to go loose. He can just like hang on somebody. He's got a that stiff arm. Just hold <laughs> hold somebody <laughs> under there like a crutch. He, I say, he's gonna he's gonna use uh what was it uh who is the one the one cornerback that everybody just talked to him stiff oh, arm white. Uh, was it um, was it Sherman? white from the Bills? Oh, Tredavious White. Yeah, he helicoptered him. <laughs> He'll just use him as a uh, as a crutch to get him to the end zone. Eric comes back and gives us his lineup, and he says Kamara, Henry, Cook, in a half point PPR, which is what we are, are all good choices. JT and Zeke after that, depending on how much you put value on age, um, and I believe that's exactly how it falls. Ish. I don't know where uh, I, Zeke went. Uh, Zeke was it, it. I think it took a while for Zeke. Um, uh, fourth round, he went to the Warbirds oh, alongside yeah. Barkley. So, oh yeah, so there was a drop off to Zeke. I think it, it's the up and down of that um, of that offense. They just you just don't know what you're gonna get. With them being healthy, I know we'll get into that because that is a little surprising. I didn't see how low he had fallen, but um, Derrick Henry, not a bad pick here, as we agreed. Yeah. Then you get into your run of quarterbacks again, another three off the board. 109, Dak Prescott, 110, uh, Herbert, and then 111, Lamar Jackson. I'm going to give the Prescott pick a about it's not a decent grade i would say about a c here i would say a c because herbert is still there i would agree i think that the only reason why herbert and lamar went next is because of the uh dak pick i think they started a quarterback run on dak they might have readjusted knowing that now you're talking about the fourth and fifth quarterbacks off. Uh, I'm not a fan of either one, the Dak or Lamar pick here. I think that they could have got them in the turn. You know, you if, you, if you're talking about coming back around, he could have taken, he could have swept Jonathan Taylor out here at 111 and then at 2-2 taken Lamar. Either Lamar or another quarterback. I mean, there's obviously at this point, there's still a a decent amount of quarterbacks to take here that you can get good value for. Eric says at 111 for Lamar as a steal, he scored 421 points two years ago. Yeah. The issue is that this is a, what have you done for me lately type of league, right? You're talking about the future, not the past. I mean, if that was the case, then you wouldn't see Tom Brady going in the third round. I mean, there's multiple years where he's put up higher performances, but people are trying to predict the downfall. So people are already doing that with Lamar as well. They don't think that he he's going to come back up and find his range uh, within the pass game, as well as them mixing it up with all kinds of running backs, uh, J.K. Dobbins being one of them uh, out of the backfield. So um, I, I I think I'm right there with Lamar. I think that Here's not bad. I give it a C, but I I would have waited to the turn. 
I think yeah, I think the Lamar pick was a hundred percent just following the run that was going. Yeah. I do, but, however, like the Herbert pick one ten. Uh, I give that an A right there. Oh yeah, I definitely give it an A. Um, especially in a dynasty, I, I think you can't go wrong. Whether he falls back this season and you know does a twelve to twenty four range, which I highly doubt he will do, it's a dynasty. So he's definitely only going to go up from here. Then at one twelve, we already kind of touched on it a bit, James or Jonathan Taylor. Not bad. Kind of worries me a little bit that they brought back all of the running backs there, as well mm-hmm. as a more pass-centric uh, focus, bringing Carson Wentz over an aging um, uh, Philip Rivers. So you don't know what the workload is going to be like, but he is an absolute beast. So I, I do expect him to be high. I just don't know how high. I think that right here at 112 is about expected out of this. I, I think so. I think late first round is is definitely where he should be. Um, and I'm pretty much in the same boat as you. They bring back all the same running backs. They're they're healthy off of injury. And your grid is – oh, your grid's back. And you just don't know what it's going to be like week one. I mean, he could – get 100% of the workload, it could be a, what do you call it, a committee kind of thing, where it's just 50-50. You don't know. Then we run into the next set of uh, quarterbacks here. 201, Trevor Lawrence, 203, uh, Burrow, then 204, Russell Wilson. A little bit of surprise to see him drop off that far. Got to be I would think that age takes a factor with that pick, letting him drop. But being that he already had Dak to take Russell Wilson there, um, not bad. You know, a good one-two punch. But so uh, just to, you think you could have got more value someplace else, sir. Just to clarify the blank there, uh, that is Nick Chubb. So, oh, yes, correct. there was a trade for for the 203 uh, between the Fire and the Hawaiians. Now he got back to this four, correct? Uh, it was a five. I believe it a was five, yeah. It was a fifth round pick, a 22nd round pick, and then two future picks for the 203. Yeah. Um, so you but have... So to read that back, you have uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Burrow, Nick Chubb, then Russell Wilson. Yes. Um, As far as the Trevor Lawrence pick, I'm not really high on it. I think this was way too early to take uh, a rookie QB. Yes, it's a dynasty. And yes, he's a starter. But I think you... I think you could have gotten somebody else. I mean, you have Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Tom Brady. All those quarterbacks are still there. Or shoot, you could have even went with another running back here. You could have went with Nick Chubb here. I, yeah, I think I think the issue is that you got to remember when these drafts took place, you're coming right off the heels of the NFL draft. So hype is still very high around all of your rookies. The eagerness to draft the rookies, and you got to remember that most drafts, it's probably a 50-50 split. They do a separate rookie draft for this reason. That way you're not skewing where their draft position is. In this case, they're obviously looking very, very young. Jonathan Taylor in his second year. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, a rookie, as you mentioned. Um, that if you look uh, you know, down the list, very, very young looking team in general and um that's that's so that's gonna be a focus yeah that's the thing i noticed about a couple of teams throughout these uh about like throughout uh, echo and foxtrot is i know a lot of teams are sticking to that dynasty theme and they are definitely playing the long game they are definitely looking for players in their first and second years uh, which i it's 100 percent okay i mean whatever whatever uh, game plan you have going into it. 
It's your game. I mean, I do. I mean, I do have one issue drafting young, and I want to skip ahead a little bit here, as we are uh, about halfway through tonight's program. I want to skip down to this two oh, sorry, nine three oh nine pick. Your fourth, fourth overall pick in the third round. Your second quarterback happens to be Justin Fields. How do you feel about that? Going that think, young this early. I, I think you I think you skipped over an even bigger pick. If 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 you don't mind, I would like to backtrack it a little bit to the oh, two, oh yeah uh, to the two twelve. I did I did forget this. I can yeah, I can I, same, I same type of scenario though. So I see I see you are Justin Fields. I see your QB. He's the second QB has the chance to start week one, and I raise you a starting QB who isn't technically a starting QB has probably 5% chance to start week one. And if you take a look at the other quarterbacks on his team, I mean, he could have been picked way, way later and moved that value up. I mean, Matt Stafford, Ben Roethlisberger, Derek Carr, I mean, not great overall. I take... Trey Lance that early Flacco, who is a backup. And I Trubisky. try not to be. I try not to be harsh on like the, the the grades and stuff, but I definitely gave this grade like a, a, a D. Just because I yeah, I think you could have either went a different position here, maybe a receiver, because I know receivers are very deep this year, um, or you could have just went a different quarterback. Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, uh, even Jalen Hurts at this point. At this Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Uh, there were so many different options that you could have went here. I'm just not too high on taking Trey Lance with your second pick. And then same type of feel with my pick uh, of the uh, what are you thinking type of deal. You take Justin Fields as your second quarterback off the board, fourth pick in three rounds. Uh, didn't have a receiver to date, but it to, to that point, but had a couple of good picks after. Kind of got to be a question mark here, right? Because you still have, even so, after this loops back around, you still have Hertz, Tannehill. I mean, Cousins, who's not a bad pick there. The, Stafford, not a bad pick there. At least get a starter. Matt Ryan, who's a habitual good fantasy quarterback. So the problem that I have here that is actually different from the team we were just talking about is the other team actually still managed to get at least two actual starters. If you look at the rest of the quarterbacks that the Fire have, uh, Kyler Murray, Justin Fields, Andy Dalton, and uh, Mills, the rookie that from Houston. Right. You so have at least he'll have two, so he'll have two starters. Oh yeah, yes, because he got Fields and Dalton. So yeah, he, either he did, or, he did handcuff Fields and Dalton. So one of them has to start, and then Mills, which is the second. I I, I should say he's labeled as the one through three guy, right? Yes, for Houston because we still don't know what's going on there with uh. Deshaun Watson, and obviously um, the one long uh, wonder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm blanking on his name. Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, so speaking of taking rookies a little too early, uh, I think we should kind of go through the other rookies that we're taking in the just the third round alone, I guess you could say. Uh, Kyle Pitts, third tight end off the board. I know he's your guy. Yeah, but I don't like this pick still. I, I do like Kyle Pitts, but I, I like Darren Waller more in this spot. It, you know, If I'm looking at it from my perspective, I would take Darren Waller here if I'm going to go tight end and then Pitts. But you look at the drop-off where the next uh, tight end was taken all the way in the sixth round. Yeah. So you go two rounds, no tight ends, and then – Six one, you get uh, Andrews taken. So you got to assume that Pitts could have fallen in one of the next two rounds. So 
where you went and reached on Tyler Boyd, you might have been able to get pits there. And then taken, or sorry, where you took Miles Sanders and reached on him, you could have taken a little bit of a better fill here. You could have taken Najee Harris, which would have been a nice stack, a nice little grouping of rookies. Yeah, I I definitely liked the the Najee Harris pick, um, pairing him with Dalvin Cook. And actually, while we're talking about this team, the one thing I kind of didn't like that this team did was they drafted Dalvin Cook with their first pick and then came back and drafted another Viking in Justin Jefferson. Um, if anybody watched the Average Rose last season, we were constantly talking about how Minnesota was a one-star kind of team. It was either Cook, Thielen, or Jefferson. So having both of them in your starting lineup, one's performing, one's not. Yep. Tell you that it's now. either one or the other. They don't spread the ball around enough for them both to do overly well week week over week. Yeah. Um, but bounced back and got Najee Harris. I'm very high on him. Uh, if I wasn't so uh, behind Devontae Smith being rookie of the year, I would definitely say uh, Najee Harris would take it. So how do you feel about Najee Harris going before Zeke? So you have, out of the running backs, you have, um, out of the notable misses, I would say, year over year, you have DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers, Najee Harris, J.K. Dobbins, all taken before Zeke. Um, I mean, Zeke did have a, have a little bit of a drop-off, but I was saying week after week last year that Dak was Zeke's power-up. When, when If you saw the games in the beginning of the season when Dak was there, Zeke... Zeke balled out. Once Dak got injured, that was when Zeke fell off. So I can I can and see then Zeke why. also got hurt too. Yes. And then that's when the whole talks of Tony Pollard being a beast came right. up and everything. But I can see why people would take these younger guys before Zeke. The problem with Zeke too is Zeke got paid. Zeke didn't want to do anything. Although the thing you have to take into consideration here, we know how deep wide receiver is. You got to think it's a pretty nice first four rounds for the Warbirds here. You get Saquon Barkley, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Ezekiel Elliott. To me, I said this is a very win-now team for me. And yeah. it, You could quite possibly right there have two top five quarterbacks and running backs. I, I can and agree. There's a shot at that. I can agree with win now, but I like a little bit of a balance. I like to have a, like, I can take an older quarterback, but then I would like to pair him with somebody younger. So I'm not shopping for two QBs at one time. Well, well let's see what he did down here. He's got Tyrod Taylor as his only other quarterback. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too high on that QB room. I'll tell you that now. The running backs, the running backs, two what is it like two or three, like maybe even a year ago, you, you, you would have two first round picks right there with Saquon and Zeke. Yep. Even last year it was that way. And then, and then to follow it up with Josh Jacobs as well. I mean, I know he's probably going to drop off, but I mean, Josh Jacobs still was top 12 last year. Yeah. So. I like, I like his start here. Could have had a stronger finish if he would have picked up, say, a, a, a another rookie quarterback, maybe a Mac Jones type uh, of a or a Trask. He, if he picked up Trask, that sitting behind Brady would have been nice. That yeah, that would have been that would have been a, a really good pick there. Um, I mean, any I think any young QB here that has a promising future would have been. Uh, would have been good here. Even Zach Wilson. Uh, I know you said Mac Jones. So Zach, so Zach Wilson went at 610, and he actually went ahead of Kirk Cousins, Sam Darnold, 
Danny Fitzpatrick, Dimes. Danny Dimes. How do you feel about that? Um, Kirk Cousins, I think, is the only one I would consider taking before him. Um, but I would I would definitely take Zach Wilson before Danny Dimes. Darnold is the question mark there because he's on a new team. He has the weapons. I mean, that one is is a bit of a toss up. The next big standout for me here is going to be 408 Austin Eckler. Guy I'm not very high on. I don't know why people are putting him up there, um, but he goes before Antonio Gibson, uh, Mixon. Hilaire, Miles Gaskin, David Montgomery, who was a top five running back last year, and Eckler's still up there. I, yeah, I just noticed that too. I think Montgomery was going to be the next one that I brought up going after Etienne. Yeah, but Eckler, I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I'm not too high on I'm not too high on Eckler. I definitely would have rather had Joe Mixon or a healthy Joe Mixon. I mean. And I would have rather had Antonio Gibson uh, over Eckler. Uh, Miles Gaskin, I'm not too high on. I haven't really seen too much Philly. Philly's starting to become a San Fran. And no, so that's Miles Sanders. You're wait, what, wait, what did I say? Yeah, Gaskin. He's out of uh, the. No, 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 yeah, yeah. I was uh, yeah, Miles Gaskin. I can't trust him because I haven't seen much from him. And Miles Sanders is on. I know Sanders is on Philly, and Philly's just becoming another San Fran. Yeah, That's, they got so many. Exactly, so many running backs. Until they clean out the until they clean out the the, the back shed. Did he? Uh, did he take another one of them? Is my question. I, I like the Michael Carter, Carter pick. Chuba Hubbard too. No. No, he didn't take any of the other. I would have tried to at least got the handcuff there in um, uh, carry on. Yeah, carry on, carry on my wayward. Where did he even go? Is the question. Uh, carry on, Johnson. Let's see. I'm looking. Did he not get drafted? Uh, I see. Yep, I see him. Round 21 to the Jesus New York Dragons. Yeah, 21-10. I got to say, that's great value right there. Eh. Eh. I mean, for a committee guy, if, if he can stay healthy, I mean, look at the... Look at the other names that you're talking about there. Who? I don't care who's drafted by what team. Uh, Boston Scott. He's still on Philly, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. 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 You're, you're talking about Philly's. So Philly's uh, fourth guy was drafted ahead of his, their second guy, technically. Uh, who was the who is the rookie that they took again? Um, Kenny Gainwell. Kenny Gainwell. Did he? Why do I have a feeling that he went before? I might be crazy. No, I don't think he did. I don't even think he got drafted at all. Probably rightfully so. The other thing that actually stood out to me, I saw his name. Here he is. Round 16, pick two, Tariq Cohen. Coming back off an injury. Coming back off an injury has, I, I, I would assume he's going to be given the chance to get his starting spot back. And if so, getting him. So. They're, they're going to use him. They're going to use him the same way that the Browns use Hunt. And, um, and even still... Even still, if so, Hunton and Chubb are both top twelve. 
So yes, that is correct. Last year, I think they were nine and ten or ten and eleven, something like that. So even still, if you can get a top twenty-four running back at in the sixteenth round, I am one hundred and ten percent behind that. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a couple good steals down here running back-wise. DJ yeah. Dallas, we talked about him at the top of the show when we were asked about uh, Penny. James Robinson. Pretty James soon. Robinson, round eight, pick nine. The man that was considered to be first-round talent in the eyes of some people. The eyes of you. <laughs> Going I'll give you two pick. first round. I'll give you two first round picks. No. Enter Etienne. I don't remember exactly what the trade was, but it was not two. I think it was. It was at least one. Well, no, I think it was two. But I believe it was because I had James Robinson and Calvin Ridley in the trade. Hmm. So, and I would took he even took who is this? What what pick are you looking at? Javante Williams. That's the rookie that went to Denver. Yeah, he even goes two rounds ahead of James Robinson. Look at well, just look at everybody behind him. You have Chris Carson. Uh, Nobody cares about Trey Sermon in the plethora of running backs that they have. Kareem Hunt, Chase Edmonds. Is it is, and then Fournette. Is he their guy in, in Arizona? Yeah, he is. Uh, see there, yeah. Kenyon Drake's not there anymore. Kenyon Drake uh, left. Yeah, remember he left from there, went to, to Houston. Now he's with the Raiders. So there's no one else really there with him. And then you also have Rojo. Uh, Mike, Mike Davis, Michael Carter. I think Mike Davis is going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, I, I can see why Mike Davis would fall this far just because people were like, oh, he just came in and, you know, did well because of CMC getting injured. Although I do have an issue with, with those two picks Fournette and Davis. Those are his first two running backs off the board. Yeah, he he really went on a, on a good run for uh, receivers. Which, to be fair, I I like CD Lamb, Michael I, Thomas, Mike Evans. Uh, I mean, I I'm not too high on his first receiver though. CD Lamb. Smith? Uh, yeah, that's Devontae yeah. Smith. I'm not too high on taking C.D. Lamb there, especially with Scary Terry still on the board. Who is it? Scary yeah, Terry. Keenan Allen still there. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Michael Thomas, who ended up getting anyway. Yeah. Uh, Chris Godwin. But then again, he got the other one with Mike Evans. So I, I like the other three. I like the the Thomas, the Evans, and the Devontae Smith. But I'm I don't like the CD Lamb pick there. And then I mean, even still, that pick could have been David Montgomery. Who I do like. Which I think yes. fell pretty far compared yes. to his numbers last year. I mean and he's the twenty second running back off the board, so at the bottom end of RB two when he finished RB five last year. And I think the, the biggest reason for that is just because of Tariq Cohen coming back and y- you don't know exactly what well, Cohen, Cohen coming back and the other big name running backs coming back off an injury as well. You got to remember Zeke will probably finish ahead of him. Barkley will probably finish ahead of him. So that pushes him down to uh, eighth right there. with just healthy lineup CMC will be healthy. I think it was a good pick. 
for the fifth round, pairing him with Aaron Jones. I think that's a solid. Uh, I, I yeah, that's a to, nice punch right there. No, yeah, to and be love, honest, and I love the Allen Diggs stack. That's my I, favorite stack going right now. Had it had it not been for the uh, the head scratcher of a first pick with Allen, um, I still think that in my eyes, this is the team to beat here. If I'm gonna pick a, if I'm gonna pick somebody to go all the way and echo this year, it's gonna be the posse. I am actually gonna have to agree. I can't argue with that. I mean. Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Darren Waller, Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, Matt Ryan, Julio on a fresh team, Kareem Hunt with a steal out of the eighth spot, Tyler Lockett, Curtis Samuel on a new team, Joe Smith on a new team, fresh faces there. I don't love this pick of Brown, but in the 12th he had a figure starting to taper off yeah it's it's i mean i I almost i almost would have gone the guy right behind him i almost would have gone Corey davis if you were looking at receiver here i would have there's also uh i wouldn't say brandon cooks because we don't know the qb situation i i would have possibly went mccall hardman with him being the word out of camp yeah, we're out of campus. He's slated to be the number two there right now. But the issue there, we all know, is they have so many weapons as is. That's, two could be four any given week just that, because of the weapons they've got. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think Marquise Brown is a bad pick here. With, what else, like with everything else that he has, I don't think it's a bad pick. Marquise Brown is still considered their number one in Baltimore. It's just if they use him or not. Tariq Cohen, we already mentioned. Rugs in the fourteenth. That's the other thing too that uh, that I just noticed is that he does have the handcuff with Montgomery as well. Yeah. Overall, nice, nice draft here. He's got the uh, the Bowling Green alumni. This, I think, is going to be a surprising pick for people here. RB61 in round 17. Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, my goodness. Patriot. It's another San Fran. It is. They only have three. Relax. They only have three. Well, okay. So they have four technically. But we know that if Derek or um, if, if Lewis is on the field, that it's a pass. James White. Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris. Who else do they have? Stevenson, Harris, Sonny Michelle, White. Oh, that's one. I was missing Sonny Michelle. That's four right there. Yeah. We know White just catches at the backfield. But that's catches away from from another receiver. If you – you, you can't I'm not talking start. about receiver. I'm not talking about receiver. I'm talking about Stevenson is a goal line touchdown guy. He's your I, Garrett Blunt. He, he's your bowling ball. You're right I just down don't the think, I just don't actually, think it's enough to make a difference. If, if you want to be technical, I, I believe they're going to tag him as a fullback because they don't have James Devlin this year who retired. James Devlin... And um, the other guy they had, um, oh Burkhead, Dan Vitale. No, Dan Vitale and Burkhead too. Burkhead is now in Houston. I mean, shoot, that's your guy. That's your guy. I just, I just think it's another San Fran. How do you feel about Ertz falling right ahead of him? Ertz, tight end, twenty-five. Could I? Could be a steal, could be a bust. I mean, um, I, I hope he goes. You know, you already know where I want him to go. Yes, I think if he goes there, stock goes up. Yeah, I want him to go to Buffalo. It's just another weapon help for. Out. Yeah, help out my Allen. Oh, I'm I'm actually kind of torn, right? Because most leagues that I have Allen, I have Diggs, so it helps one hurts the other. 
helps one irks the other. Yes, it really irks. And that's exactly, uh, I'm kind of in that predicament with Foxtrot. That's the only reason why I didn't want him to go to Buffalo is because I have digs in Foxtrot as well. Yeah. Well, we shall see overall. Solid draft out of uh, Echo. I know we're up against time here. Any other mentions uh, that you want to point out? I know we will probably end up doing a highlight again in coming weeks. We could always pick him up throughout the year. Um, for those of you who don't know how to get to the menu, just click the draft button. and It'll get you right there. Yes, uh, just click the draft button, and then at the top when it, where it says display, if you want to see the pretty colors, you can click grid. If you want to see it in a more uniform, uh, simplified way, you can hit list, which is per personally what I like. Um, I know Kevin likes the pretty colors. Well, the so. issue is you can't really see runs as well. That, I don't, I'm not one to follow runs. I'm the one. I'm the one that misses out on the run once it's already done and over with. Oh well, yeah, because you're using that. Uh... I mean, if you take a look at the draft recap, we also have in there some um, uh, evaluations on the teams, and they they rank the posse number one as well here. Yes, I definitely I if I was to rank my favorite team from this draft, it would definitely be the Las Vegas Posse. Um I wonder who they put last. Should we look? I, I have a feeling I know who it is. What's your guess? Yeah, I I was right. I saw it and I was right. What's your guess? My guess well, oh, was you said you already saw it, but what's well what's your guess before you get to it? Um, go to the go to the grid and, and and tell me who your guess is. My guess for worst draft. Um, well, I was like, hmm, Mad Dogs is up there. Fire is up there. This isn't bad, but I got to pick one. Hmm. Yeah, I'm probably going to go with the fire. No. It was the mad dogs. Oh, I had a 50-50 shot and I missed. There, uh, so according to the description here, they made their best pick of the draft in round three, selecting Calvin Ridley, um, and their worst pick of the draft. I ripped it to pieces during tonight's show. It was taking Trey Lance right, in the Lance, second yeah. round. Um, I mean, it's dynasty for a reason. There's always there. I didn't it's, think it's, that this. I didn't think that the team that they have at 11 was as bad. New England. I wouldn't Seagull. have them this low. Um, Jonathan Taylor, Trevor Lawrence, A.J. Brown, Scary Terry, C.E.H., Irv Smith, who I like, which, but I don't like having um, the, so, Mac Jones I like, Damian Harris I like. So from the, from the description that uh, they gave, the Sea Wolves. They pretty much read in my mind. They said their worst pick was in round two, selecting Trevor Lawrence. Uh, that's pretty much all I'd say about that team is is just uh, taking Trevor Lawrence way too early there. Yeah, but eleventh for that pick, I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, I would have had this worse off. What team? The Fire Ants. I. Yeah, I I don't I think that for me their worst pick would have been taking Jefferson alongside Cook. Um that's like the only thing that really stands out for me. 
any other anything else you want to point out before we head on out of here? Uh that is all from me. Uh I'm definitely excited to dive into Foxtrot's draft next week so we can uh take a closer look at the monstrosity that I have bunched together. Do you have any final words before I get into my spiel? Uh, no, that's about it. Alrighty then. So I'm going to kick your screen out of here. And before we return to our regularly scheduled Average Bros Fantasy Show on July 13th, which is three days before my birthday. So uh, I know. Yeah. Well, not for you, for, for the people listening and watching i'll be expecting birthday gifts at 8 30 p.m eastern standard time check out the flagship program with brian and my brother kevin on the fanatically real broadcast uh i would say tomorrow night at oh wait no yeah and now that i think about that, that was a little... <laughs> uh, check them out next week after our show on tuesday so that'll be on the 14th Listen, listen, new territory. As well as catch the Empty Wagon guys this Saturday at midnight uh, Eastern Standard Time. And of course, if you guys are unable to watch us live, check us out on Anchor, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, anywhere you can find us for your listening pleasures. Thank you guys so, so much for watching the Average Bros Fantasy Football Show sponsored by Football Darts and Fantasy Sports Alliance. If you like the show, please like, share, and subscribe to the show and follow us on all of our social media outlets. And before we head out, I want to thank all of our sponsors. QB54, Monkey Knife Fight, Nature Coast Tailgating, Cranky Veteran Candle Company, Shell and Mel's Boutique, Finger Lakes Mercantile, Southern Sirens Sugar Scrub, Redwood Durables, and of course, The Recasts, who are the official music of the FSA. Kevin, final words. Um, Damien, Brett, kick rocks, please and thank you. I can, I can, you know, I, I leave, I leave the whole Kevin and uh, Damien boat alone. I leave the Devin boat alone, but Brett, kick rocks. Kevin, you and everybody else watching listening have a great night have a great rest of your week and uh stay average